Micro Monday again, a weekly microcast where we get to know members of the micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald. I'm the community manager here at micro.blog. So I'm very pleased to welcome today's guest, who goes by the moniker, But She's a Girl. On micro.blog, we know her by her initials, and she's at BSAG, or BSAG, on micro.blog. Hello, and welcome to Micro Monday. How are you doing today? Hi, Jean. It's lovely to be here, and thank you very much for inviting me to do this. It's a great pleasure, and I feel very honoured. <laughs> doing really well, thanks. <laughs> I'm glad. It's always nice to talk to a member of the micro.blog community, and as great as your writing is, it's, you know, with uh, hearing your voice just adds an extra um, dimension to knowing you a little bit better online, and I know that's why people like to listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> but they also like to listen to what you have to say about yourself. So why don't you let the listeners know a little bit about you? Sure. Well, uh, as as you said, I go online by the handle BSAG. I have for many years now. Um, and I've been fascinated by the natural world and by animals in particular for years since I was a very small child. Um, and I, I love being in nature and just kind of immersing myself in it. Um, I'm very curious. I've always been very curious and I've always looked at what's going on around me and tried to understand what's happening and how things work and all of those sorts of things. So I think I've been very fortunate, really, to be able to make a career out of this. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm a biologist um, and I'm interested in my research in the way that animals use their intelligence uh, to try and solve problems in their environment and to help them survive. And in turn, the way that the environment shapes the way that they express that intelligence. So it's quite a broad topic, really. Wow. Um, and I work at a, a university in uh, Birmingham, Birmingham, UK, not Birmingham, Alabama. Used to get <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> and uh, um, so I sort of split my time between uh, teaching undergraduates and supervising PhD students. And I also I'm lucky enough to get to do field work as part of my research. So some of that's in the UK and some of it is in wonderfully exotic locations. Uh, it's often not glamorous, but it is very <laughs> beautiful locations. So I feel very privileged, really, to be able to sort of travel the world with my work. So that's what I do for, for money, uh, but also as it's part of who I am, really. Um, but also I have lots of interests, really too many interests <laughs> outside <laughs> of that. And um, so I'm interested in everything from walking um, in the countryside, photography, cycling, um, what else, films, books, um, Music, of course, hi-fi, uh, tinkering on computers, programming for fun, um, and recently sewing and crochet as well I've gone into. So I have far too many interests, and they have to kind of take their turn when I have time to do them. <laughs> so I go through kind of cycles of, of doing one thing and then switch to another thing. Yeah. But that's me, really. Wow. <laughs> yes. I, I dipped into your blog um, in preparation for chatting with you. And I was, I was like, oh my lord! You go from very high level, uh, sophisticated programming stuff, which is honestly way above my pay grade here at Microdot Blog, um, to a, a post about making a scarf one row at a time, uh, yeah. which I thought was fascinating. And um, we got to talk about that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I read your your post about sewing your own clothes and particularly the pants that you made mm -hmm. and how you tied that into the whole issue, you know, that we face 
women, you know, and men too, but that feeling that um, the size number of something is is an yeah. important indicator of what you are as a person or, you know, rather that it's not. And uh, I love that piece and I bookmarked it and you will see that I will be sharing that soon. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that was an interesting one to write. So I, it's, I, I found it so empowering really saying, I mean, there's the, the technical aspect that I really enjoy about it and it is, it's more or less engineering a fabric really. Yeah. Um, and so I really like the kind of physical and mental challenge of figuring out how to put these flat bits of, you know, fabric together to make something. Um, but just personally, making clothes has been incredible liberation, really, yeah. um, because I've always hated shopping and oh, I just loathe buying clothes. And part of that has been the whole size issue, really. Um, and yeah, not being able to find things that I think are really me and all of those sorts of things. And a friend of mine at work, um, when I, after I'd started sewing, um, she, she commented after a while, you know, you're a really funky dresser. <laughs> and I think I hadn't been for a long time because I hadn't been able to find anything that, um, that felt like me and that was colorful. And, you know, so I yeah. kind of stuck to buying black clothes not there's anything wrong with wearing black if you like wearing black but you know uh, I was sort of sticking to to things that happened to go well together because I knew I wasn't going to be able to find you know a pair of trousers and a top that matched each other and also fitted me and so having that kind of freedom to choose whatever I want in terms of color and size and style and not having to stay up with fashion trends and so on has been really amazing so I'm enjoying it a lot yeah it definitely gave me pause um, as I was reading it, you know, that, and, you know, that came through in the piece about being able, the the freedom that you get if you can make your own clothes and, you know, mm. trousers, or as we call them here, pants, or yeah, pants. sometimes <laughs> jeans or leggings or whatever. Those yeah. are, that's the worst piece of clothing ever, you know, in terms of trying to find a pair that fits so many variables. Um, you know, regardless of your size. And I I thought, I I could make these pants. And in fact, are you a fan of Doctor Who by any chance? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this I'm only bringing it up because the first thing I thought of when I saw the, the pants, the trousers was, I had intended to go to the Doctor Who convention here in February, but I was sick. I couldn't go. But I was going to get a picture with um, Catherine Tate, uh, you know, Donna Noble is pretty much my favorite uh, Doctor Who companion. And I was thinking, I'd like to sort of dress like Donna. I mean, of all the companions, she's most like me. And I thought, you know, not not cosplay a, an exact costume, but yeah. try to get like the wide-legged pants and the layering top with the, flo- you know, sort of the that yoked um, empire kind of style. And mm-hmm. I started looking around like, you know, thinking, well, I'm not going to spend a lot of money on this either because it's not really my style. And when I, I almost ordered some pants that looked like the pants you made, and I thought, oh, my God, that would, those would be great pants maybe for, for a, a Donald, sorry, for a Donna Noble uh, attempt for me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I really like um, the wardrobe that they put Jodie Whittaker in, actually. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I love her outfit. It's just so fabulous. <laughs> anyway, it's not the Doctor Who podcast. I should, <laughs> I should derail myself. I really 
am as interested in micro.blog and your your experiences with micro.blog as I am in sewing and animals and Doctor Who. So why mm-hmm. don't you tell me what made you want to participate at micro.blog? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been blogging for a long time, actually. Um, I started in, I think, October 2002. So 16 mm. years, is that? Well, mental arithmetic's not good. Wow. Um, and so I've had a whole succession. It's always been the same blog. It's run by different software over the time. You know, I've, I'm yes. a terrible tinkerer, so it's changed a lot yeah. in that sense. But in terms of content, it's been very similar over that period. Um, but when I started out, I used to blog very frequently, Um and a lot of quite short posts and then some longer ones at sort of, you know, weekly-ish periods. Um, and then Twitter came along. And like many people who blogged at that time frequently, I started sort of um, hiving out my short posts to Twitter instead. And so the frequency of writing on my blog became, um, uh, you know, longer transitions. Um, but I, I was quite comfortable with that. And I still am. I, I, I think it's sort of reached a nice tempo now. And I, I write quite long blog posts less frequently, you know, mm-hmm. usually less, uh, more than once a week. No, once a week, <laughs> my brain and gear. <laughs> About once a week or more, you know, once every couple of weeks, usually. Um, but they're quite long. And often they sort of, I, you know, sit and, you know, uh, ruminate on them for a while. And it, I think about them quite a bit before I post usually. Sometimes I'm more spontaneous, but not very often. Mm-hmm. Um, but that kind of left a gap. And so I was, I was, you know, writing on, participating in Twitter for quite a while. And then it got to a few years ago, it got to the point where Twitter started going the way it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, I had, I had lots of, you know, lovely people that I followed on Twitter. So it wasn't so much a problem with my immediate circle. But I think, you know, when the kind of neighborhoods on fire around you, then it becomes an uncomfortable place to be. And so I was looking around for, you know, other outlets really to, to write these kind of short posts, links, all of those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at that point I heard from someone, and I can't remember who, unfortunately, um, about the Kickstarter, the micro.blog Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. It could have been Jack Beatty, who's also been one of your guests. Yes. Um, and I, I, I suspect it might have been him because 80% of interesting things I hear about come through him. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> might have been Jack. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, uh, from somebody I heard about it and I and I uh, backed the Kickstarter and sort of went from there. And I think initially I wasn't really sure um, how to use Microdotblog and I wasn't really sure if I understood how it worked, which just seems an odd thing to say. But um, it took me a while to kind of appreciate the model and that it's more about people posting on their own blogs, essentially, and other people following along with that in a kind of centralized place mm-hmm. um, to really get what it was about and really appreciate it. And now I love it. Um, and it's really become a place where I don't post frequently, but it's become a place where I hang out a lot. Um, and when I do want to post something, I feel really comfortable doing that. So it's great. I'm a great lurker. I mean, lurking has kind of <laughs> bad conversations, but um, I'm an introvert. And uh, often, you know, if I get back from work, I've had a lot of interaction with people at work. I've kind of got no energy for that. So I really, but, you know, but I want to be with people. So yeah. <laughs> it's really nice um, to have somewhere where you can kind of hang out and you can just listen along with what's going on. And if you want to contribute, you can, if you don't, you don't have to. And I think that's really nice. And, um, and I really like the tone of the way that people post on micro.blog and, 
um, it feels a very kind of human place to be in a very where people treat each other with kind of respect and humanity, which I think is is unfortunately rare and and but really nice when you find it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I really love how things have evolved um, from the very beginning. I think you know a lot of people were in the same boat as you and and me too. Even though I I really took kind of a a leap of faith when I asked Manton if he would want to hire me. <laughs> uh, he did <laughs> I was like, I don't know what it is exactly, but I think it sounds like it's me. You know, it just had that that sense of it. And I knew Manton, you know, I, I didn't just, you know, one day on Kickstarter uh, <laughs> say, oh, this sounds interesting. Let me apply for a job. But uh, I knew Manton and, um, but not like super well. We had never worked together. We just, had, had you know nice chats at various conferences. So, uh, but I have always appreciated his approach and his thoughtfulness about um, you know stuff on the internet and especially social media type stuff. So, but yeah, in the beginning it was uh, you know there's always that like who's going to like jump into this pool and and what's it going to be like and we just yeah. have to all kind of take a leap of faith. And I'm really happy that I have met the people that I have on Microdot blog whom I wouldn't have met. You know, Jack Beatty is a good example. I never knew about him until Microdot blog. Um, I wouldn't have met them if uh, I had recreated Twitter over on Microdot blog. And I think there were, I think in the beginning there was a lot of talk of how do I get all my Twitter people over mm-hmm. here nobody's coming over here. It's not working for me. Right. But mm. if you step back from that, take a deep breath and realize like there's more people you might be interested in, not necessarily only the ones you already know about. Um, and in fact, you know, and knowing fewer people made space for me to, to learn a lot more. I mean, I didn't know anything about the indie web folks either, you know, or the, or some of the other stuff that I've learned on micro blog. In fact, I wish I had been keeping a list of things <laughs> that I've learned, <laughs> you know, everything I need to know, I learned at micro blog. <laughs> yeah. It's been fantastic. I mean, I, I sort of have a similar experience really. I mean, I follow a few people who I also followed on Twitter. Jack is one of them actually, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I followed him on Twitter. Um, but, uh, but many other people who I've just come across, um, and it's been really interesting. I think it's a more diverse bunch of people, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many interesting things I've learned about. I mean, I love, I love people being interested in things. Um, mm-hmm. And I like nothing more than kind of reading about people's interests. And it doesn't really matter if I'm interested in that same thing or not. In fact, it's more interesting often if I'm not. Um, and I just, I, I just love enthusiasm, and you know, I, I, I get such a kick out of that. So I've, I've really enjoyed that, that aspect of it. Yeah. Well, you know, when you say our, our community is diverse, it absolutely is, and in, in mm. different kinds of interests. But you know, to put you on the spot, given your, your <laughs> handle, um, yeah. but she's a girl, which women who have worked in tech know that feeling where people are surprised that you can actually do it. There's very few women on micro.blog, you know, relative to the um, rest of the participants. And I am working in small ways to try to support 
getting more women on there, but I also understand why women are hesitant to to jump into another community. Um, And recently my attitude has shifted from worrying about it all the time, which I was, to feeling like the best thing I can do now is to make micro.blog the best, most supportive and civil community it can be with the people who are there so that when new people come from different backgrounds, they see that, you know, they'll be welcomed and they'll feel fine in our group. But how has that struck you in your experiences here at micro.blog? And, you know, really, that's, I'm, I'm really interested in your impression. Yeah, I think it's been a very welcoming place. Um, I mean, I'm in a slightly unusual position because I do go by a handle rather than using my name. Um, But it's right there in the name. (laughs) It's right there in the handle and I'm a girl, a woman rather. Um, And so uh, it's sort of obvious to anybody who looks. And so I think I've been quite lucky in a way that I haven't experienced some of the kind of discrimination online that other people have and some of the trouble that other people have faced. Um, But... I am very aware that it happens to other people. Um, and so I, I've really enjoyed the feeling of being, and I think your your approach of, of trying to make it as civil and welcoming as possible to everybody who's there at the moment and um, and then hoping that, you know, people who come along will see that and feel that, you know, they're welcome, I think is, is absolutely the right way to go. Yeah, if you build it, they will come, as they say. Yes. <laughs> <All that filming. laughs> um, as somebody else uh, said a couple of uh, shows ago, Gabriel, um, who is not a programmer, he said, oh, I didn't know if I would be able to, um, you know, participate in this community. But then I realized, like, these are people who have interests, you know, they don't just yeah. talk about tech. I mean, some people do focus on that mainly, but I mean, we have everything from, you know, photography, music, art, I think you can find your tribe on micro.blog and it will be a micro tribe, <laughs> but it will be That's a, great, yeah. actually, you know, I'm, I'm starting to appreciate the value of micro in everything. We could probably go on forever on this recording today. And I just really enjoy talking to you. And we only scratched the surface of your interests and your blogging. And I didn't even get to ask you about guinea pigs, but uh, before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, well, I was just listening earlier on today to um, an album, favourite album of mine called A Pocket of Wind Resistance, um, which is by Kareem Polwart and Pippa Murphy. And it's kind of a mix of, this is going to sound irrelevant, I'll come to the point <laughs> soon, I promise. Um, but it's a, it's a mix of kind of folk songs and modern compositions and spoken word and nature sounds. And it's all kind of um, woven together into a narrative telling the story of people who live in a place called Falla Flow um, in southeast Scotland, which is a, a blanket bog, actually. Mm. Um, and the kind of history over the centuries of the way that people and nature have interacted in that place and helped each other. And it's a fantastic um, album. I'd really recommend it to anybody. It makes me cry every time I listen to it at various <laughs> points. And I've listened to it a lot. It's ridiculous. I have to get over it. But um, but there's a subtext in this, in this album, um, which is about people needing to, um, in difficult times, offer each other help um, and compassion and, you know, just sort of be there for each other. And that's really where the title comes. 
Um, so I think, you know, being able to kind of step up and and offer this pocket of wind resistance behind you that shelters and protects people behind you and gives them some opportunity to rest is a really kind of vital thing in, in the times that we live in. Um, and, and I just wanted to say that I feel that micro.blog has kind of felt like that kind of place to me that where people kind of offer each other little pockets of wind resistance. Mm-hmm. So that was the way I wanted to end, really. Oh, my goodness. No, I'm going to have to. Go get that album. And, it's really good. <laughs> and just the the, um, the whole concept of metaphor is is really beautiful, and it feels so doable. You know, it's mm. I, I may not be able to do a lot for other people, but I can stand in the wind, and you know, you could stand behind me and not be all blown all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I think particularly you, but you and Mountain and everybody on Microblog are doing a fantastic job in that. So I wanted to thank you for your, the job that you're doing. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to get a T-shirt or something. <laughs> I love the, I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming you're on welcome. the podcast and taking the time. It was really super nice to chat with you. Oh, it's great to chat with you too. Um, and if you want to follow, but she's a girl on Micro.blog. There's a link in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.